What's up, Preston? Hey, what's up, Alex? Dude, I'm beat up. Yeah, I'm yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's throwing it out there. Dude, I worked out like three days in a row, and I'm tired. Okay, like, okay. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you overworked yourself again, big guy. <laughs> hey, you know how we do. Um, okay. Yeah. How many days you work out in a row? In a row. Do you take I've, days off? I try to. If you I do, let's take days off. Do you? It matters what. Honestly, <laughs> it also matters how busy my days are. Right. Like, yeah. as I think you and I know, like. People think, oh, since we're trainers, we work in a gym, so we must always work out, which is not always true because we have to fit in our actual personal life in between the gym times. Yeah. So we might have three clients in a row, and then you're like, oh, I gotta go to the dentist. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have time sometimes, so it matters. Um, for me, I would say when I'm most busiest, I think I optimally like to hit the gym three times a week. Three times a week? Yeah, it really matters what I'm doing too. Ever worked out like every day of the week, no rest? Like, uh, it was cross training with uh, when I was competing in boxing. Oh, yeah? That's when I was doing that. Yeah. How'd you handle it? Um, when everyday training, it was it. I had to figure out what my goal was. I guess you could say when you train every day, you kind of have to ask yourself why are you coming to the gym every day? Yeah. Um. So one was three times a week. I was at a boxing club, mm-hmm. and then the rest was I work at a gym. So you know you kind of prioritize on that, and you kind of just go off of what your goals are. For me, it was performance and sport. So I looked at what things were affecting my sports. So for me, it was balance and off-balance movements. Mm-hmm. So the best way to describe it is like, you know, how a squat, you have both feet kind of stable and same alignment. Yeah. Where it's like boxing, you're kind of more in what you call a, like a, staggered. a staggered stance, yeah. like a split squat or a lunge. Strengthening those movements would help prevent injuries. So I wasn't necessarily training hard on the off days. I was just training enough to strengthen the weaknesses if that made sense that's how I approached everyday training and honestly a good workout day can also be a day on the foam roller and then light movement patterns with very low resistance Mm -hmm. so you still fix your issues but you still kind of do something that's how I approached everyday training at least when I was say when I was competing at the time because you really wanted to make sure by the time you showed up to the actual event you weren't coming in worse than better Yeah, that was kind of my idea so for the people listening do you have any tips on like how you I guess avoided burnout when you were actually working out every day or doing some sort of training every right. day. Right. Um, I mean, I would assume when people are working out every day, they're not cross-training like I am. Yeah. Now, if you are, of course, pay attention to what your priority is. If you're cross-training, if your focus is like you play, say, soccer to mm-hmm. somewhat of a competitive level, then your workout should be there to optimize and take care of your soccer performance. Yeah. But if you're working out every day at the same gym, then it's really, I, I kind of think it's two in one. I think you kind of have excitement where you can kind of play around with it. You can literally go to the gym one day. Of course, you have to know what your goals are. What mm-hmm. your If it's weight loss or if it's a physique goal, then yes, you have to cater to it. But if you're just going like, I think you can explain with me, like you get a client who just doesn't go to the gym often. They start training with you and then they start training with you. They start going to the gym on their own. Then all of a sudden they're in there five days a week and they're doing it on their own outside of the days they see us. So yeah. they're not necessarily tracking the goal orientation. They just yeah. want to move. Um, if you're just wanting to move, you kind of have the best idea of freedom. Mm-hmm. Listen to your body, especially say you're someone who's maybe in your later years, late 20s, early 30s, 40s. Dude, that's not later years. I mean, I mean, you're not a teenager. You're not like 18. Yeah, but that's not like old. 18 to 25 where you can literally do legs three days in a row that's and be true. like, oh, my knees are okay. That's true. When and I can do sprints. You know yeah, what I mean? Like 18 to 25, your yep, joints are made of rubber. You're pretty good still. You know what I mean? But honestly, it's because by 25 plus into your 30s and 40s, you feel it because you don't take care of your body. <laughs> right? So it's that balancing act. Um reason why I say like 20s because people that's when people start to feel like the meltdown a little bit they're like oh my back hurts now yeah 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 is it because it's just a wear and tear so if you're going every day and you don't have a specific goal have fun with it if it's just be like okay my rule is like say new year's resolution is every time I leave work I have to spend one hour at the gym five days a week then you kind of be like 
okay, how's my shoulders feeling today? Should I do push and pull? Do my legs feel better? Should I just do, or if my legs and shoulders feel busted up in the last three workouts, maybe I'll do a fun day where I'll jump on a foam roller, I will stretch, and then I'll strengthen something that I want to strengthen. If it is legs, then it's like maybe leg extension, leg curl, leg press, something that's away from high intensity of like a squat, a deadlift, or even like a lot of people like to do kettlebell swings. And those can over time hurt too. You're making a face on the head. Kettlebell swings are gross. Kettlebell swings, right? But like people love to do those when they're trying to develop their, um, say, overall understanding about leg day exercises. Right. You just pull back. Same idea for upper body. If you want to train arms and back and chest that day, but your upper body's just fried, foam roll, stretch it, move, and then maybe you do a more simple like single arm cable roll for a pull. Mm-hmm. Then you do like a, a variation. Maybe you actually use the chest press machine. Maybe you never touch for a chest that day just to get the chest active. Yeah. And then arms, uh, triceps, biceps, and shoulders, you can look at either if you always do cables, you do dumbbells, but lighter. Yeah. So you get a different feeling, right? So I think there's ways to approach it. And then you just cut down how heavy it is. If you want to keep your, say, volume important, so like you want to minimum hit five sets every exercise, lower the weight. And then if you feel like you're not getting the right fatigue and burn, up the reps. Mm-hmm. But um, that's me speaking on it. I'll throw it back to you. What do you think if you were to put yourself in your shoes working out five days a week? Just for fun, casually, how would you give advice for someone? Um, I think I'm I'm in a slightly different point of view for it. Yeah. Um, you almost have to ask yourself: Are you like kind of like what you said, right? Like, what do you what are your goals here? Yeah. Like, are you going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym, or are you going to the gym because you're looking for progression somewhere? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym. You can kind of, like you said, base it off of like what's sore, what isn't sore. Yeah. Uh, my general rule of thumb is the limiting factor is typically like lower back soreness. Yes, that'd be big Like one. if your lower back is sore, like that limits a lot of stuff, right? It does, Like yeah. you can't really squat, you can't deadlift, you might not be able to do like a bent over roll. Yeah, bent over roll is a big one. Right? I was going to say even single arm rows yeah. could be a challenge mm-hmm. with lower back issues. Yeah. Or like even sometimes when you're like benching and like you're really arching your back yeah. or whatever and yeah. your lower back sore like that's gonna cramp up and it's not fun right 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 so i'd say if you're going to the gym for the sake of going to the gym right pretty much just mirror exactly what you said like just work out what isn't sore figure yeah. out what what you can do yeah. um and like you there's always ways to like make something easier or harder right like yeah if it's if like you're loading something too much and like it's just too much weight for you that day right you can always just go to like what like you said a leg press the like extension right. the curl that's right. pretty easy mm-hmm um, but on the other hand, if you're like going to the gym for a purpose and you're trying to actually improve in something, you have to almost ask yourself, like, am I addicted to progression or am I addicted to going to the gym? Yeah, because right? if you're a great question, because if you're yeah. addicted to progression and you have to realize that taking days off is part of, of that progression, whole pr- right? yeah, progress cycle. Yeah, because like if assuming you're working with a coach. Yeah, they're probably telling you to take days off for a reason. Yeah, because yeah. you want to have that like um, like that bounce back right like you yeah. want to dig yourself a hole so like you have to come out of it but yeah. you don't want to dig yourself so deep of a hole that you're always like not optimally recovered yeah like you're always exactly. feeling a little like crappy you know right. what i mean right so i think like for the general population if you're just like working out your like you said your shoulders are a little sore yeah you yeah. can always do like a chest fly instead yes. of a push different variations right? to play with yeah so anything that's like less loading on the shoulder joint and a little mm-hmm. more like focused in chest right um if you're homie trying to like get huge or like you're trying to compete or you're a power lifter or whatever yeah listen to your coach if he's giving you a day off yeah if he she's giving you a day off take the day off yeah listen to right? professional that mm-hmm. way yeah i would agree yeah yeah but 
how many days would you say like you recommend someone work out in a row before they take a day off? Because I mean, for me, yeah. that's three. I would in say, a row is a big one to be said, mm-hmm. right? I would agree with you on three. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think three days and then like take a day off. If you yeah. if you can, if, this might be like a hot take. I don't know if you can work out for more than like three days in a row and you're not like just beat up, sore, like you want to sleep. Sure. You might need to look at training intensity. Because you yeah, might not be point. going hard enough, right? That's a good point. Um, I would say it matters what you're going for. That's goal oriented again. Yeah, like for sure, maybe the goal is just simple: move your body for one hour. And to those people, uh, intensity might scare them. Mm-hmm. But just getting movement in the gym that can work towards whatever their goal is, which is just a healthier output in life. Then I would agree with you. Um, if you're not finding you're making progression, then yes, I would say intensity is the one to look at. Um, that's when maybe seeking a professional will help like a personal trainer yeah again like that um, kind like of that. I guess that hot take is more directed at people who are it matters more competitive of, it's right? goal progression yeah. versus just kind of making a generalized goal mm-hmm. movement right because if it's generalized goal then even going for a walk yeah that's the thing right? if, not bad at all. if your general goal is like I want to be healthier active. I want to yeah. be like have more movement then like you don't have to go into the gym you and just, blast your body yeah, with heavy weights yeah. take your dog out for a walk yeah take your partner out go to like I don't know the pier. Yeah, yeah. To all those people who have a pier where they live. Yeah. Or if you're, if it's raining, go to yeah. a mall. You know, just walk around a mall, waste some money. Mall. Yeah, it's fun. You know, I mean, get a little juice. Buy some baklavas. Baklavas. Uh, uh, NBs. New, new, new Balance. balance? New yeah. Balance baklavas. Shout out to Action Bronson. Beautiful shoes. They're dude, so ugly. Dude, dude, don't don't be talking. For so anyone bad. who hasn't seen them, just Google New Balance baklavas. They're and, so ugly. And when you agree in the comment section, hit the fire emoji so we understand that Alex is wrong. Should we make like a voting thing on this episode? No one's gonna comment. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference anyway. You're going to vote? <laughs> I will vote, and I'll get three it's of my 100%. homies. 100%. 100% all agree that MB Baklavas <laughs> are hot. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, no, I, as you were saying there, too, I, um, even when you're active, right, I think you have kind of freedom on your side for if it's just activity. Let's go uh, the idea of five days a week or even three days in a row uh, with an active goal and just uh, generalize, get your body moving kind yeah. of idea. Generalized goal and a specific goal. Generalized goal, you have so much more freedom. Uh, if you want to work out three days a week, you can literally hit the weight room. Say you work at a rec, go work at a rec center gym. There's a hot tub, there's a pool, Dude, go there's play, a sauna. Go play uh, squash. There's squash, yeah. there's basketball courts. Go to the gym the one day. Next day, your body's so banged up because you decided to give it like a good push. Go to the pool. Swim. It's a good way to move your body yeah. by keeping less intensity on your joints. Mm-hmm. And you can mix between like doing a few laps. Jump in the hot tub or the sauna. Go back and do a few more Don't laps. even go back in the pool. Don't Just go back in the, the hot pool. Tub. Yeah, hang stay out in the hot homies, tub. right? So you kind of have the freedom of kind of almost a, your creativity is your to best limit, weapon. Right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, that, that's what I would say for that. Like even joining like, oh, I'm going to start doing uh, kind of like, like a yoga, yeah. oxygen yoga. Yeah, dude. Like Those even, are great too. Yeah. yeah, or like if you're lucky enough to have like a nice rec gym and they do classes yes yeah a lot of times they do like um it's called like a revolving yeah, class so yeah. each week you can just try something new something right? new yeah sometimes and it'll like, be a suspension trainer course right which for people who don't know that's trx and stuff mm-hmm. like that i just see what the name of it actually is maybe for for you it's it's a kettlebell course because you love kettlebells oh yeah um <laughs> spin class spin class know? i love a, i love a little attack zumba myself <laughs> <laughs> i say attack zumba i just feel like that's the things they say in zumba i did hardcore uh navy seal zumba <laughs> i don't know man they're, they're pretty wild out there you know fun story just a, a bit of a tangent i actually had to cover for a group fitness girl at my club oh no because she called in sick and no one was to what cover what was the class it was it was a zumba class oh, no. how was it i 
I just, just shot from the hip. You just faked it? I mean, I have a group fitness certif- certification, which uh-huh. doesn't mean anything. It just means I have a piece of paper that says I can teach group classes. <laughs> and you don't need to have that to teach group classes. But I actually teach, you know, group classes in martial arts. So it wasn't weird. Yeah. All I did was literally looked at what we had. And I'm like, we're just going to town, boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> to all the middle-aged ladies and men that were in there, I was blasting uh, some more like, I would. I wasn't inappropriate music, but it was more like upbeat hip-hop. Yeah. And uh, we just went to town, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, we're doing, you're doing bicep curls to a shoulder press to a tricep <laughs> extension back down and back down. And, and you're like, up. what are we doing right now? We're chasing the pop. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I said, those are fun ways you can kind of bring it all back together, change up your routine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You never know. Maybe you'll run to the wacky personal trainer that is running that class. And maybe you're like, I like that person's energy or style. You can join that class. Or you can join the one-on-one sessions. You can now make progression from there from yeah. a very generalized point. And you can even get like, I guess, different inspirations, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe one day you're in a gym, the next day you're doing a class. And the yeah. next thing you know, you're like signed up for, um, what's it called? Like a Tough mutter. Yeah, or, I did Tough mutter. What's that one called? Iron, no, not Iron Man. There's a bunch of one. There's yeah, a bunch of one. Tough Mudder, um, uh, Spartan Race. Yeah, Spartan Race. That's yeah. the one. That's the one. Uh, you even want to do a marathon in your local city? Yeah, don't do that one. That's, uh, that's, that hurts. You're just doing cardio. That's, that's just pain. <laughs> don't run. <laughs> I love the mandatory 10K runs. Yeah, hey, you love those. Who doesn't love those? You know what I mean? Just run around your city and watch yourself not step into homeless people. I'm just kidding. The most, the weirdest thing about marathons to me is you're paying to run. You can run for free. Like when yeah, you, you're, you're paying for the event. It's, it's, it's you're paying for like the headband. You're you're paying for the tracking, right? I think so. Tracking? A bunch of things like your your placement in your field, uh, a shirt. I think it comes with, and I don't know. I, I only did uh, our city's uh, marathon once when yeah. I was a hot teenager that it's was funny because it. I'm saying that but bodybuilding is even funnier you're paying to stand on stage and you're yeah, make it, for them to say yay or nay yeah, you made basically. it to the top three right you get excited if you if you think about sports too much they all kind of they all add up the same way I paid to get my BC license so I can get punched in the head yeah. I didn't get anything I didn't get paid I just went to go fight yeah, in you, the ring if you think about sports too much they start to not make sense and right just like, what am I doing what am I doing so yeah. I'm going to pull it back to you now because you asked me about like a generalized approach let's go with progression now you have a goal you're yep. going three to four days a week because you can speak on it for yourself as a bodybuilder let's say you have the performance goal in either sports or a like you need to look good by a certain point for a wedding which is common or a holiday's coming up how would you progress them if they want to go as you've heard our clients before say I want to come three or four times a week because my goal is in eight to 12 weeks time right yeah so what would you do to approach that and make sure there's no burnout we hit constant progression and they hit their goals yeah so um there's something called periodization mm-hmm. so what that is is it's uh you're essentially making a training session like easier like you kind of taper up like easier to harder or yeah volume like more to less or whatever yeah um and you kind of use that kind of fluctuation to essentially give them like easy weeks hard weeks mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so then they're never feeling like they're always just like burning the candle at both ends especially yeah, if they yeah. do cardio too right 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 so you can kind of fluctuate it that way where like let's say week one it's like kind of easy week two is like it starts to ramp up yeah and then by yeah. the time you're in like week six you're like doing like super heavy sets yeah you're um, kind of peaking you yeah, can say that's exactly. right yeah I would say that's kind of one way to approach it. Um, another way to approach it is just to kind of really listen to uh, what your body's telling you, right? Right. So, uh, like, let's say you're doing five days a week. Yeah. Um, you do three days in a row. You take a day off. On day four, you still feel like you're not fully recovered. Right. Like, you still have to keep in mind that you have a goal at the end of the day. Right. So, you can't, like, skip or you shouldn't skip and mm-hmm. like or, mm-hmm. like, do, like, an easier day. Yeah. But... 
you can still kind of work around that tiredness, right? right? So right. you might ha- you might opt for uh, let's say something a little more stable, right? So yeah. let's say it's a shorter day instead of doing like a dumbbell shorter press where it's like a little more uh, you have to stabilize and like there's that yeah yeah shakiness. You might do like a, I don't know like a machine shorter press. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. So that you kind of take out some of that like stability aspect, but yeah. you can still kind of like go hard on it. Right. Right. Um, Otherwise, like you might just need another day off, right? Sometimes yeah. you have to take that like extra step back to take two steps forward, right? Especially and I, for performance, mm-hmm, correct? Yeah. yeah, and you you really have to like be in tune with like what your body's telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, if your joints are screaming at you, yeah, and you're like on the uh, slightly older end of the spectrum, like let's say you're like almost thirty or whatever, mm-hmm. probably not the best idea to just be like. I'll be fine. You know? Yeah. And then go yeah. Do like another heavy squat session. Next thing you know, you like have a hernia at like 35. Cause That's you fair. Yeah. Don't care about your body or whatever. Yeah. Just, you just, over, you're red, like I like to call redlining yeah, your you're body. Just redlining yeah. for like forever, right? It's like having a manual Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> you're redlining all the time in the city. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. Um, other than that, like having someone who knows what they're doing, yeah, yeah, and who can like kind of identify the signs of like not overtraining but um, right. overreaching, right, right. So it's, that's kind of like the step before overtraining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so signs like that could be like you just don't feel rested when you wake up. That's true. Yeah, uh, you have like a little bit of a runny nose. Sometimes that can be a onset indicator. of illness. Kind of can mm-hmm. be an indicator of overwork and yeah. overtraining. Right. Uh, like. Sometimes like a big one is it's weird as it sounds. Your grip strength. Mm. can really indicate how like overworked you are yeah because you can if you say you measure your grip strength when you're healthy then measure your grip strength over weeks and weeks of you constantly training yeah guarantee you the actual amount of uh it would show like the poundage would, would drop down. Yeah. yeah exactly so grip strength can be a pretty good indicator yeah um your motivation to actually go into the gym can sure. be a pretty big indicator very true um your level of like intent and like aggression in the gym can be a good motivator like yeah. if you're sorry indicator so if you're like going into a set and instead of being like, oh, I'm kind of excited to hit this number, like I haven't touched yeah, this before, it's a big PR. That. Yeah, you don't want to do and it. And instead of like that, you're kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this yeah. again. Like, holy, I'm just get me out of here. Like I want yeah. to leave. I want to go to sleep. Yeah. When you start thinking like that before you hit a set, like that, again, is a pretty good indicator that you might want to... Overtrain it all, kind of yeah. over, overtaking everything. Right? Yeah, you're burning like, out on mm-hmm. both ends, yeah. Yeah, and you just start, yeah, you, you really just want to look at motivation, I think. Yeah. That, yeah, I guess that would be the best ways to kind of like tell if you're right, kind of overdoing it if you have like a performance based uh, goal in mind. Yeah, but, say that kind of five days, three three plus days a week, let's say, and yeah. especially if you're talking about in a row, right? These are kind of things people need to look at and pay attention to at the end of the day. There's yeah. indicated factors of overwork and, and burnout. Yeah, I right. think especially because I used to do like I think seven days of like I literally did seven days. Yeah, a you're week, busy. Yeah. Like I didn't take days off back in like uni yeah so like i was i was young for sure but like i was also not sleeping yeah like you're something in school, something's not you're going gonna to be adding gym, up yeah right so like you you kind of have to look at your like a bird's eye view of like your overall like mm-hmm. life as what's well. going on there yeah. yeah like if you're not sleeping because you're going to the gym probably yeah. like you kind of want to look at that and be like hey dude yeah it's not pull things back a little yeah right I think it also helps that you and I have partners, so yeah, they will literally tell us too when we're acting out or not acting right due to overtraining or yeah. overworking yourself, right? Or like even if you like text your partner and be like, "Hey, I'm going to the gym," and they're like, "Didn't you go like for the last five yeah. days?" And they you're give like, you kind of that heads up," you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They get, they keep you uh, grounded and aware. Yeah, I say. 
like yeah having someone to call you out can be kind of nice too yeah sure. especially and they're not they're not trying to call you on a bad way but they're just kind of keeping you accountable yeah. and letting you know what's going on yeah. at the end of the it's day it's kind of right? like hey wait a minute you know right and i guess to bring it all back forward before you call this thing um i would say and i think you agree with me too when you're going for just a generalized like three plus days a week and you don't have a specific goal mm-hmm. have fun with it oh yeah right listen to your body don't overtrain. If you're trying to develop, say, strength in your legs, maybe you want to do, for example, we said like hikes, uh, marathons, tough mutters, different obstacle course events, all those things. Train for them, but don't overthink it. Just mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah. Biggest thing to pay attention to is what movements you have to do. If you're going to generate those kind of simplified goals, what does that entail? That's all I recommend. Yeah. But have fun. If exactly. One day you're going in, you're going super hard on weights. Next day, that is a auction yoga and swimming pool day. Or that is a go outside, jump on the bicycle, headphones in. And don't need to push hard. Just move my legs day, mm-hmm. right? That's how I would recommend like a very generalized just move your body goal. I'll toss it back to you for the summarization of the goal one. Uh, yeah, so for the goal one, like I guess in summary, it would be listen to your plan, assuming you have a plan. Yeah. If your coach is telling you to take a day off, take the day off. Mm-hmm. Don't like think too much about it. They're planning it like that for a reason. Right. Um, if you feel like you can do more, just communicate that with your coach because they can start like tapering your training. They maybe they'll add more sets. Maybe right. they'll make it like harder in whatever way, like more drop sets or whatever. Right. So you like end up being in the gym the same amount of days, but you feel like you actually like worked harder. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen to your plan. Um, give feedback for sure so like if you start feeling those like signs of burnout or um overtraining let your coach know yeah yeah um and i think as much as like training can be a little more flexible yeah if you do have a a big goal in mind the one thing that doesn't necessarily change is going to be nutrition yes right so like even if you're like let's say you feel super beat up and like Mm -hmm. you don't want to go to the gym your like knees like like fell off yeah they're shot and like your kneecap like is against the wall because it's splattered out or whatever my gosh (laughs) you can still like eat the food that's like you're supposed to eat right Right, that's not really an excuse to be like okay i'm gonna go order four meals at denny's and like yeah 15 pancakes it's like right right okay dude like you still have that goal in mind right like it's still on the horizon so like exactly there's still a, a sense of like you have to keep on track in one aspect even if the other is kind of like falling to the wayside because you're like beat up right? mm-hmm. uh but yeah i think that's a, think it's a pretty good chat i think so good way to kind of end it there i would say to all those listening thank you guys again for listening uh give us a good old five star review if you like what you like share with a friend if you feel like this is something that could help them at the end of the day Um, Because ultimately, Alex and I goal isn't to like try to make us be better than anyone else. We're trying to spread the idea of how fitness can be helpful, how to balance fitness in your life. So if you have anybody who's like, I don't know how to get into this, I want to get into this, maybe just letting them listen to us. We're trainers who've had, I've had quite a long time of training now going towards nine years. Yourself have had a mix of both amateur bodybuilding in college and then PT since, when did you start again in PT? Uh, 2000 and like 19 2019 so you, you have a little bit less but like yeah exactly it's still like I'm 2015 <laughs> so as I said at the end of the day um, we both have five plus years of PT experience we both have had amateur competitions we're both pretty chill dudes honestly at the end of the day so if you have anyone that would like to connect with us both uh, who are just too intimidated or just don't know where to start much appreciated give us love give some support and we'll hope to give back any good info we can Yes, sir. All right. You guys take it easy. Uh, enjoy the new, I guess we can't say new year anymore. It's been almost a month in. It's fine. It's a new year. So in that being said, <laughs> have a good 2024, guys. We're going to keep killing it. Have a good one.